Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So, what are we doing in this crazy car, doing this crazy show? We were just in St. Louis. We went to go see the Front Bottoms and their two opening bands. And I feel like we should do a little debrief and talk about it and see what opinions we have now that we've shared this experience together. You want us to do a love and music concert review show? Yes, but I want to keep it short, so we'll call it a love and music shorty. Okay, all right. That's kind of like what we usually have at night. Um, wow. Wow. So, front right. bottoms. That's so, we have agreed to go to each other's shows because we love each other very much, even though the music may not be our favorite. So, whose favorite is the front bottoms? The front bottoms are absolutely one of my all-time favorite bands, and the music that I have shared with you in the past, you have generally not found to be favorable. Uh, there's varying degrees. It hasn't done a whole lot for me, but I didn't actively hate it, which is good. Yeah, you, you just didn't care for it too it's much. It's not my thing. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So let's start with the opening band. All right, which... well, first, let's do this. So Front Bottoms at the Pageant in St. Louis. Correct. October, what's today? October 16th. Okay, perfect. We got it. So, op first opener of the two opening bands. First opener was Sydney. Well, I keep wanting to say Sprague, but it's Sprague. Okay, Sydney Sprague. And then the second band was Oso Oso? Oso Oso, correct. All right, and then obviously headliner was Front Bottoms. Correct. All right, so you want to start with the, the openers? Yes, absolutely. What is your opinion of Sydney Sprague and her band? Well, okay, so I'm on the defense on this one. I don't really think it works that way, because this is not... I, I'll take you to see Doobie Brothers and stuff next summer, but yeah, these are more Jerry's bands, so I don't want to sound overly critical. I just don't really know what I'm talking about, because I'm not familiar with these, these, this type of music. So, it's a, it was a girl, a bass, guitar, drummer. Drummer was tremendous. Reminded me of Tommy Lee, just hitting the drums so hard, it was stupid. He was very powerful. He was a very good drummer. Very good. He actually reminded me of Dave Grohl because Dave Grohl has very powerful drumming. Didn't seem to have the same agility that Dave Grohl has, but it might just be that these songs don't showcase it. Either way, he was extremely talented. Well, and I will also just say that everybody in this band appeared to be mm, 17? Not really, but they're all very young. They were young, yes. Yeah. So she said at, at one point, they did, what, six songs or something like that? Something it's her first tour ever, which is cool as shit, because I can't even imagine what that's like. You know, stage present was a little lacking, I think, those kinds of things, but that just comes with experience. That's not a big deal. But the music, I was underwhelmed. She has that voice that I just can't stand. It's And again, she's very talented, but it's just that, you know, like she has vocal fry, and, you know, that she's kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It, it wasn't my style. You would be a better judge of that because all of that kind of sounds the same to me. I thought she was very good. I enjoyed her music very much. I, uh, If I understand correctly, she writes all her own songs, and I thought she was a very talented vocalist and guitar player. I am definitely looking her up, and she is going on my playlist. That's awesome. It, it sounds like she had a new album, I think she said, in 2019. That came out, and I'm very much looking forward to 
downloading it and keeping it so that I can listen to it often. I definitely see her ending up on my playlist. It was very good. Did you get a big Alanis Morissette vibe from her? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, me too. And part of it's because their hair was similar and they're similar looking. She's very pretty girl but yeah the music wasn't quite Alanis Morissette although it seemed to have that same kind of sad thing you know what I mean that Alanis Morissette has but um yeah super talented again it's it's a failing on my part that I'm not particularly well versed in those types of music to know but I absolutely trust your judgment that she was super awesome and talented because she seemed that way to me as well where we were standing we didn't have a very good mix we did not. No, we were up front on the mid rail, on the mid- rails mid stage. So, just wasn't a great mix, but it was very good. It's they sounded good, and they were all very talented. The bassist seemed to be wearing an ascot, which, if you're not familiar with, is like what Fred and Scooby Doo would wear around his neck. Bold stylistic choice. I liked it. It might not have been an ascot. It might have been a bandana that was tied in the front to look like an ascot. Either way, bold choice. Very, very pleased with it. Well, and I will also say that this band, so like I said, the lead singer, Sydney, looks like Alanis Morissette to me, and she was wearing, like, all black and a turtleneck or whatever. And then Chuck, the bass player that you were just talking about with the ascot, looked like, like, it looked like he was in Leonard Skinnerd, maybe? And then the drummer looked like he was in a hair band. And then the other guitar player looked like he would have been in like a, a 60s greaser surf rock band. It was a really interesting visual mix of people in the band. <laughs> I'll take your word on all of those points okay. because okay. I don't necessarily know what the guy from Leonard Skinner would look like. Okay. But that being said, he looked to me like he was very tall and broad shouldered and Norwegian. Like, I wouldn't have called him Chuck. I'd have called him Sven. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, real blonde hair. The beard and the whole thing was good. But overall, very good. Definitely ending up on my playlist. Highly recommended. Okay, how about Oso Oso, the second opener? Oso uh, Oso. New York, I think they said, right? New York. Yeah. Also, incredibly talented musicians. Mm -hmm. They were very good. I liked them. I wasn't a fan of the vocalist and his vocal styling. However, he was very, very good. It just wasn't to my taste. Okay. I probably won't download them and listen to them anymore, but they were definitely very good and they were very welcome in the show. The drummer in Oso Oso is also oh, very talented. Oh, that was the best drummer of the night. I don't, I mean, no offense to the front band, although it could be part of the song stylings, but yeah, that, the drummer for that band was amazing. Really, really good. He was very talented, yes. Very, very good. Their bassist was solid too, and. Everybody, both, of their, yeah. both of their guitarists were very good. The one on stage left seemed to have a little technical trouble from time to time. I'm not sure what was going on there. So the one to the right? The house right, stage left. Yeah, it's, I was never a stage manager, so... Right. Yeah, that's fair. Jerry has a uh, history as a stage manager, so he, he knows... It's true. It's I like do. port and starboard, like which is which, who knows. But anyway, I, I like Oso Oso much better than Sydney... Sprague. 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 They had good stage presence. They Well, and their songs had better hooks for me. The, her, I mean, it was very singer-songwritery. Uh, reminded me, her stuff reminded me actually of Smashing Pumpkins, but um, Oso Oso for me was a lot more hooky and a lot more like sing-along and a lot more You just more called fun. them hookers? No, 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 hooky. Like oh. they had a hook. 
in the song. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, yes, very different. I mean, I offered the money for sex and they accepted, but I, that's outside of their musical. Anyway, um, that, that makes doesn't that make you the hooker? No, I don't know how it works. It's good. I'm glad you don't know how that works. That's kind of bizarre. I enjoyed them far more. And and again, stage presence was still kind of lacking, better than what's her name. But again, they're both they seem to be relatively new bands. And again, that's. Stage presence and, and those kinds of crowd skills and stuff takes so long to develop. I'm not discounting anybody's inexperience. Particularly her was her first tour ever. That's balls. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, super talented drummer. Everybody was awesome. Again, the, the guitar player down the right did have some kind of problem with this guitar. I don't know how this sound... I was worried about the sound setup for Front Bottoms because it seemed like both sets they had issues with sound. But the Front Bottoms sounded okay. Spoiler, sounded great sound-wise. Well, on that note, let's move on to the headliners, the front bottoms. Tell us, tell, give us a little background on the front bottoms. So the lineup is they had a guitarist slash keyboardist. They had Brian on the acoustic guitar. They had a bassist and Matt, who is one of the founders of the band. They were amazing. Their energy was off the charts. Their stage presence, their charisma, the music was solid. They sounded so good live. Um, almost better than on an album. They just sounded really? so good. Okay. I think what was interesting for me is the way their songs popped live. When you listen to it on the album, they're all very good songs, but when you see them live, it's those same songs, but in 3D. Okay, like, alright. Like, looking at like those stereograms where, you know, it's a 2D printing, but when you stare at it long enough, it becomes 3D. I can't. That's, see I, that's but, right, go ahead. But that, most people will get that right. I understand what that means. It's a sailboat. It's, it's a schooner. That's what it, it felt like seeing them live. It just jumped off the page and was right up there. It was. They were phenomenal. They were absolutely great. You loved it. Loved it. Yeah, absolutely that's so it. good. Because I know that's your band. And you'd never seen it before, right? Never seen it You've before. You've liked them for years and years and never saw them before. So yeah, it's your first I've listened to them for about 10 years. Awesome. So, I thought they were super great. Lead singer, Brian. So much charisma. He's good looking, but kind of regular looking. Very under the radar, deceptive good-looking guy. The boy next door. It's something like that, yeah. In New Jersey. I really liked that throughout the show he played the acoustics. So every song of theirs has this acoustic element, which I didn't really realize. Obviously, I don't know that much about him, but stuff that you've played in the past, I didn't realize that every song he's playing rhythm acoustic guitar, which I really like in any kind of music. I love the fullness that it gives it, something like that. Anyway... Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> exactly, yeah, right, exactly. Really good, really fun. Performs with no shoes on, which is always a thing that I like about bands. I love, he had socks on, but I love barefoot musicians. I don't, I recognize some of the songs that you had played in the past. So I was like, oh, that's this song. I um, bought you their most recent album on vinyl as a gift as part of your expanding vinyl collection. Yes, and I appreciate it. I, I didn't. If it makes you feel any better, I haven't listened to most of my records either. It's in the living room. It's a weird setup. So it's interesting to go to a concert and not know any of the songs. Because I've seen shows, obviously, where I know every song's favorite band. But Or then you see a show, and the opening band has one song that you know. and Take the rest care of business. Yeah, just, you know, just go to the chorus. Exactly. I don't know any of their songs. But here's the interesting thing to me. I often complain... That all your music sounds the same. Which, eh, to me, it kind of does. 
the songs in the show did not sound the same to me. So no. there was something, I don't know if it was something about just being there, watching them playing it, paying attention in a different kind of way. Um, I don't know if it's because there is something about those songs live that hit me differently or something. Um, but yeah, they all did not sound the same. They were all very good. And the energy, man, they left it all on the stage. There was no holding back because they're playing in Kansas City tomorrow night. They left it all on the stage. It was super impressive. They pulled from their entire catalog from some of their earliest hits to their most recent album to the singles that they've released after that album. So they pulled from a lot of their music and it was like almost like listening to a greatest hits CD because they played a lot of their best songs. So I so our first podcast that we taped is like a test to see if it was stupid or not. You played one of those songs because the theme was songs of the summer, songs that make you think of summer. Yeah, I picked a front bottom song and they didn't play it. Oh, I thought they did. All right, yeah. okay, then maybe they do. Well, it's on me. That's my failing. But yeah, a number of the songs again. Almost any band that goes up there and plays hard and entertains the crowd, I am pro, and they did a wonderful job. The only thing that was a little weird to me is that some of those songs are deeply emotional in almost a traumatic kind of way. Uh huh. And they were kind of glossy and fun. It was a little jarring to hear them play a song that is emotionally impactful like that, but in a kind of a happy, poppy, concert-goy way. Like your your relationship to the song is one that does not lend itself to happiness and joy at a concert kind of thing, and it was jarring. Yeah, I would say everyone brings their own spin to a song that they listen to, but some of the songs that they play, the actual content to it, again, is fairly impactful and deep and meaningful in ways obvious to anyone who knows the lyrics. Okay, yeah, right. And just in the glossy way that they were kind of put out there, they're probably not that impactful to Brian anymore. <laughs> well, I mean... After you played it, you know, uh, you know, he wrote the song 10 years ago. Well, that's the thing. He's, he's broken up with six girls since that breakup. Right, Jesus, exactly. come on. Yeah, that could be too. I like bands that play their whole catalog in, not their entire thing, obviously, but throughout their catalog at shows, I don't usually like bands that just play their new stuff and then their biggest hits and then they get off the stage. I don't know. It doesn't... It feels too scripted or something. I don't know. I, I don't... So they... I, I don't know. I'm glad to hear that they pulled from their entire catalog to put that show together because it was really good. Can I make you a mixtape of the set list? Um, sure. Would you listen to it? Uh, what media is it going to be on? Cassette. I will listen to it as soon as I get Accept Player. <laughs> like, I will have to find one. I heard they're getting very expensive. Maybe I'll make it like a Spotify playlist then. Okay, all right. You could do that. Actually, you could put that on our pod, our Spotify podcast uh, playlist. We could make a Front Bottoms concert special set list one. Yeah, if there's any interest in that, I would yeah. gladly do that and share it. All right, we'll do it anyway because I'll listen to it at least once. All right. All right, cool. Right. I liked it more than I thought it was. I was very afraid... That I was going to be like, this is awful, this is the same song. So I didn't feel that way at all. I enjoyed it very much. They're all super talented, and, and their their charisma is a little awesome. Like, unexpectedly awesome. The crowd was much younger than I thought they would be. 
that we when we first got there we you know we're standing in line to to open the door and they it was like on the side of the building and then somebody from the venue came around and said if you're over 21 you can go to the bar because they're you know letting people in at the bar and we're like cool we're obviously over 21. we were the only ones that walked over there there's Initially, yeah, a there lot were more of people. people us, but, yeah. yeah, but I mean, there were a lot of people that show that weren't even 21, which I find surprising. I didn't think the Front Bottoms were a currently popular band, but I, I don't know any better. I mean, I don't even know how they count those things anymore. You know, spans all age ranges, but I think their first single—I'd have to look it up—but I think their first single came out 10 years ago, at least. Okay. All right. And. And a lot of girls too. I would kind of, I would have, I had assumed, I did assume that there would be a, a, a lot of male fans, but it was all girls. But I was surprised to see that. Important yeah, question. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the important question. All right. I think both Matt, the drummer, and Brian are incredibly handsome. You are going to be the deciding vote. Who is more handsome? Brian. Brian. Okay. Well, that was easy. I, uh, there was no debate there. It was just Brian. Okay. I will put an asterisk on that. If you can perhaps show me some photographs of the drummer where he had that weird facial hair thing going on. Or like whatever. He, a, it was very far away from me. Fair. And B, it looked kind of weaselly. So there must have been something going on with the lighting or with his facial hair or something that made Oh, him, poor Matt. Right. He may be super handsome. Like I said, I didn't really get it. So I need to. So it's Brian with an asterisk pending viewing photographs of him in a different hairstyle. Sorry, Matt. You're super talented, though. I still think you're very handsome for what it's worth. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Pageant is a good venue. It was, uh, like I said, we, Gorgeous. Went St- we went to St. Louis. There's the Art Loop, the Loop area, they call it. So, like, we're obviously in the Chicagoland area. Our Loop is much different. Great area. Super cool little restaurants. There's an awesome, like, bowling alley play. Like, it was... I highly recommend if you end up in St. Louis for some reason to check all that out. Um... Uh, I can't think of anything. I think it's, I mean, if you hear road noise, I will throw this in. We're trying to record this as best we can. Our producer's not here. Um, If you hear road noise, it's because we're legitimately driving home from the concert right now. If it sounds like garbage, I'm sorry, kind of. Oh, but I thought you liked garbage. Oh, God. That joke is going to haunt me. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite. And I, I thought of that joke. Nobody ever made that joke before. I'm sure. No, I'm sure of it. Sure, I've never heard that before. Uh, thanks for taking me to see the front bottoms, babe. Erica, thank you for going to see the front bottoms with me. I really appreciate it. I don't know who else I could have possibly taken to this show. So I'm really glad that I had my favorite person in the world to go with me to see them. Uh, love you, dear. Love you. All right. See everybody later. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.